Hello and welcome to another edition of the Third Shift Football Podcast. This time we'll be taking a look back at all of Week 17's biggest storylines and talking about the playoff implications of games of the last week of the season. Everybody, how you doing? It's the Third Shift Football Podcast. I am Josh Atkins with Neil Tarver. Happy New Year, everybody. Neil, how are we doing on this fine Tuesday? I'm doing a lot better than I was this weekend, Joshua. Yeah, this weekend if, sucked for us for football. If only one of my teams could stop that one receiver. You just have to stop the one. No one else. Just the one. Marvin Harrison Jr., you can live with that. Not Jackson Smith and Jigma. You can live with T. Higgins, not Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching the same film on repeat, man. Yeah, so the University of Utah fought valiantly in the Rose Bowl. Great game if you watched it. And then I um, still shocked that back up through a TD. That was incredible. I thought it was destiny. And I remember that CJ Stroud was torching the Utah secondary because Michael Bernard, true warrior effort, not a DB. I dug the effort, not the play. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Micah. You're great. But if we love if you, if you're lined up a DB again next year, I will shit myself. <laughs> God. Yeah. So um, let's talk NFL football, Neil. Um, I want to quickly go over the players of the month that we did back. Uh, we did it for November. We're going to do it for December real quick. I'm just going to list them off, Neil. So AFC offense is Patrick Mahomes. Not surprising. Really was... not Burrow? No, oh. Mahomes had the better month. No, no, no. And I, I realized that because I was like, but he threw for 900 yards in two games. It's because the 400, the 500 yard game was in December. The 400 yard against the Chiefs was in January. Exactly. Defense, Jerome Baker from the Dolphins, who was absolutely dynamite for them, but the Dolphins are now eliminated from the playoffs because they lost big to Tennessee, which we both did not see coming. And no, the- I figured they might lose, but not just get crushed. It kind of makes sense. Their O line's dog shit. But, and, and speaking of the Bengals, their rookie kicker, Evan McPherson, special teams player of the month in the AFC. Uh, he can't miss. And I know that way too well. No. Uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Month, not a surprise, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback. He's going to be the most valuable player. But the media hates him. I mean, he's a piece of shit, but he's a great quarterback. So uh, defense, Aaron Donald from the Rams, not a surprise. He's a great player. And then It's pun- A-A-Ron month in the NFC. It, it is. And then uh, punter Thomas Morstead from the Atlanta Falcons, which, Neil, I know we should not talk crap about punters because punters are people too. I have never said punters are not people. Well, people talk shit about punters. And I just want everybody to know. Dude, dude I, I rooted for the Chiefs in the mid-2000s. The Chiefs MVP from about 2007 to 2012 was Dustin Colquitt. Punters are definitely people. And, you know, one of my favorite players of all time, Pat McAfee. Boomstick. Was Pat McAfee the one that got kicked in the face? No, no, he's no, the one that no. begged Antonio not to kick him in the face, right? Yes, because Pat McAfee laid the boom on that Broncos returner. Mm. Oh, great game. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Month, not a surprise if you've watched any Detroit Lions football, which if you have, God bless you. Uh, wide receiver Amon Ra St. Brown. There is help, and Amon Ra St. Brown is that help. He is. And then uh, likely the Defensive Player of the Year got Defensive Rookie of the Month, linebacker Michael Parson. From the Dallas Cowboys. Man, he's so good. Such a freak. Such a freak. So, Neil, let's start with Monday Night Football. That, that, by the way, that was your 
player of the months for both conferences and rookie of the months. Let's start with Monday Night Football, shall we? I'd like to pose um, a question to you. I'm ready. So I know I texted you about this last night, but I, since they've announced that Baker's going to shut down, I admittedly saw a tweet. I can't remember by who commenting on like, well, what's going to be, but when should they have shut down Baker? Cause I think we've all reached the point where Baker's just not right. I mean, he hasn't been right for half the season and it's plainly obvious that like, we found out he had his what patellar tendon torn labrum labor his labrum. God, tendons in your leg, Neil. <laughs> um, his labor you know that. Your dad's a doctor. Do you want to know who's never taken any anatomy classes? This you. guy. I think this is my toe. His I am pointing has- to my finger on camera. <laughs> anyway, um, but Baker has not looked right. And I, I think we even said in this podcast, there is no way Case Keenum can look worse than this right now because something's clearly extremely off Baker. And so, like, especially if Case Keenum comes in and plays well next week, considering all these performances, when the, big, the Browns should have shut down Baker by now, right? Because this has yeah. helped no one. They should have took the Colts approach of shutting Baker down as soon as they found out it was a torn labor. And so what I'm talking about is Andrew Luck in 2017 was supposed to come back at some point in the season. He never did because his shoulder never healed until the offseason of 2018. What did he do? He had a great year of Frank Wright. He eventually retired the following season because he was tired of being hurt. Can't blame him. He's a different dude, different breed, great player and quarterback, but he retired. Not saying Baker's going to do that, but that's what the Browns should have done. They're like, hey, look, you're our future. You had a great year last year. Your development's improving. We have a great team. Let's save you. There's no point. If you you can't throw the ball and it's obvious, I think the Browns are just too stubborn. Here's the thing. Yeah, they sucked most of our adult lives, really, right? We're both 28. At the same time, don't jeopardize your franchise by further injuring your franchise quarterback, right? I mean, I think Baker's going to be a franchise quarterback, but he's hurt. And he showed flashes of it early in the season. He showed it last year. But, I mean, just there's a – they're clearly very stubborn. I mean, just one a couple of things. One, I'm 27, you ancient fuck. Two – Oh, yeah, you're not 28 yet. <laughs> two, they threw 38 times with Baker last night. Clearly awesome. hurt Baker 38 times. He took nine sacks, had a two interceptions. He's looked off for months now. He had a bout with COVID. Like, what are you doing? This is either hurting him and it's hurting your team because, as we said, Case Keenum cannot be worse than this. And even so, like, why didn't you run more last night? Why aren't you running more in general? And Nick Chubb's hurt. Okay, yeah, that's not great. But Dearness Johnson's good and every other team and their dogs gash the Steelers. They just... This is season from the Browns has been so mismanaged. It hurts. Awful. Like, There's a good team in there, but they let Baker just get ripped to shreds with injuries and didn't just off of that. I mean, Nick Chubb's been in out of the lineup and that sucked. The defense hasn't really gelled. And I think part of it is they're just too stubborn to try and adjust. And you had the whole Eldell Beckham Jr. fiasco as oh, well. Jesus. I mean, De'Aaron, De- uh, say his name one more time. Dearness. Thank you. He won them a Thursday night football game against a pretty decent, uh, okay, Broncos defense. I mean, yeah. Every other team's been beating up on the Steelers in between the tackles. Why the hell aren't you? You have two of the best guards in the NFL. Run up the interior. God, I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, you of all people. (laughs) I believe in matchups, damn it. Yeah, take advantage of it, right? That's what you should do. Um, Let's talk about the other side of the ball. 
It was Ben Roethlisberger's last home game. He's made that pretty evident. They're not going to get um, – You know what's also home. making it pretty evident? His play. Yeah, but – yeah, it was awful last night. I don't know how 46 people... 46 times! He threw 46 times for 123 yards. That is 2.7 yards per attempt. What are we doing? Yeah, it... What are it, we doing? Bad. But, in all fairness to him, it's awesome he won at home. He's a piece of shit of a person for what he's done. But I, I commend... What's the right word? I'm happy he got the send-off he got from the fans and the team. He's been there his whole career. He didn't go to another team, which, you know, Peyton Manning was a different story. Drew Brees, the Chargers gave up on him way too quickly. And then Tom Brady, you know, the Patriots weren't building a contender around him, and all of a sudden now they have it, which whatever. So kudos to him. They're not making the playoffs. We'll get to that later in this episode, but they're not making it because there's no way in hell. I know the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. I just want to say this. If they lose in Jacksonville, people will lose their job. Jim Irsay is not going to have that at all. Like People will get fired if they lose two straight and not make the playoffs with that caliber team. So anyway, let's talk about the Colts. Let's let's transition. Like Monday Night Football happened. Steelers won. God-awful game. Uh, the Colts Raiders game was a god awful game. I know Carson Wentz didn't practice all week because of COVID, but he played. They laid an egg. That they like. If you could see me right now, I'm doing the Reggie Miller choke sign to the Colts. That's brutal. Because that's what they did. I mean, the Raiders are not that good of a team. Like, kudos to Derek Carr. Right? He's really rallied this organization with everything they dealt with this season. Absolutely phenomenal. But the Raiders are not a playoff team. The Colts are a playoff team, and they just straight up walked in Lucas Oil Stadium in a game where they win, they're in, and they choked. Missed tackles, missed throws. That throw to T.Y. Hill and Carson should have hit him and tried to touchdown. The game's over in the fourth quarter. And then Hunter Renfro burns your all-pro candidate slot corner, Kenny Moore. Hunter Renfro burns everybody. I can't believe really I know, but Kenny Moore's an all-pro level corner. He could, He's one of the best. I'm just saying, the Colts lay an egg. The Raiders, congratulations. You're in a play. If you win your anti-type of game with the Chargers on Sunday Night Football on Week 18, great for you. This game's about the Colts just laying an egg at home. I mean, but to me, this is what I've been talking about with the Colts all year long. Like, the Colts have had a a great run. There's times they've looked like one of the best teams they have seen. But I've been saying it all season. This team will go as Carson Wentz goes. You're right. And eventually, you're going to get one of – the problem with the Carson Wentz is, is, yeah, maybe you'll get a high-end game out of him, but there's also just this good chance you'll get a game like this where he's missing people, he just looks lost out there, he tries to force things. And, like, sometimes it works, like that tip past the T.Y. for a touchdown. That was a terrible throw. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a very Carson Wentz play. But this is why I don't have faith in this team. I don't think their corners can hold up. And they got roasted by the Vegas receiving core. I don't think they have enough of a pass rush to make like even Derek Carr uncomfortable, the Raiders online. And when they get in a game like this where they absolutely need to throw the ball to win the game, I don't have enough faith in that passing offense. No, I mean, and it's, it's so bizarre. I, I know he didn't practice at all. 
But, man, you, you just w- had a great game against Arizona on the road with all the circumstances they had, right? And I didn't do think he this. looked that great against Arizona either. But the fourth quarter, he was great. The other quarters, fine. We can we can talk about that. But the fourth quarter is where he won the game, and that's where you make your money as an NFL quarterback. He did that. <clears throat> but you can't do this. Is he their future quarterback? Yeah. There's no dispute in that. They're not going to get a better option. Russell Wilson. looking. They can't get another better option. They don't have the assets, and they're not going to do it. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You really However, want to flip Carson for somebody. A who? Who 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 is going to who's take Carson Wentz? Who's more consistent? I mean, it's going to be a team that's on the like the Colts. Slide. Okay, let's say they go for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, if the Seahawks are committed to a rebuild, yeah, I'm sure they take him. Yeah, but guess what's going to cost the Colts? Probably two or three first round picks with Carson Wentz. You're not doing yeah, it. I mean, but you already have one of the most complete rosters in the NFL. I mean, yeah, you've got some problems, but I don't think Russell moves the needle. Really? Because the corners are that bad outside of Kenny Moore. All right, all right. And they don't have a number. I would argue Pittman's not a number one receiver. And they oh, I think have... I think he's a nut like an X receiver. I don't think he's a number one, but I think he's an X that like possession. And I agree guy. with that. Which you need, but they need like a true. You need somebody who can take the top off. You don't have that. Well, they might if Paris Campbell is not made of glass, but he's made of glass. Yeah, but he's made of glass. So, <laughs> like, that, but oh, John Ross might be good you. if he's not hurt. They Russell doesn't move to Neil because of those scenarios. Like, why would you do it? So the point is, is that Carson has to develop next this offseason if they want to be the Chiefs. Do they want to be the Bills? That, that's still not much more development he has in the tank. He's going to be entering year six. And that's the question. That's the question for next year. But for right now, yeah, they can be any team, anywhere, at any time. It's up to the quarterback if they're going to do it. But let's transition on quarterbacks, Neil, because Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes had a day, especially Pat, especially Joe Burrow. And I know you don't like it, but, man, um, y'all Look at seconded, Jamar down there, Jamar down there somewhere, and that's what Joe Burrow said in his press conference. But the Bengals took advantage of what I thought they could do. The Chiefs like to do press coverage, and they got burned all day from it, all day. And then when yeah. they didn't do it, the Sorensen, the safety, drops oh my down. God. Jamar Chase wide open for another deep touchdown. Oh, it's like a that, that was the story of the game. The it was the story of the game. It's not like the Chiefs' offense didn't score enough points. No. Their, de- their defense just didn't – the pass rush didn't get home enough, and the, the secondary didn't adju- – they didn't adjust on the secondary to just play like 10 yards deep. Make them methodically go down the field. No, they, they didn't. They kept they kept living and dying by the sword. Because I think they thought their pass rush was going to get home more, and they kind of did but because, like, Burrow got hit in this game. Yes. But it just – they couldn't cover long enough for the freaks on the outside, and that was the problem. Um, this game was – this, like, from a neutral perspective, this is a fun as hell game. The Bengals are on point. The Chiefs offense kind of shut down – not kind of shut down the second half, but part of that's because it felt like Cincinnati had the ball all the damn time. They did. Um. 
And what to say about this game? Jamar Chase is a stud. Joe Burrow is great. I didn't think, I thought the Chiefs offense looked fine. Uh, Call me old fashioned, but 31 points should be enough to win you a football game. It should. Um, The defense, I don't know what to say about the defense. Yeah, they did that press coverage thing, but they also, the Bengals kind of got bailed out on some really shitty calls. The refs were shit all of week 17. Yeah, they were not good. And maybe that's the Chiefs fan of me. Look, I don't want to take away from No, no, no. Cowboys had terrible calls against him. The Raiders, I mean, there was a pass interference call in the Colts. Raiders oh, my God, like, that Will that was, Hobbs call. It was awful. I mean. Terrible. But, like, yeah, fish hitting was bad this week. But it's been bad all year. Yeah, it had. It's and we've been calling for it to be fixed all season on this show, this podcast, whatever you want to call it. This awful. But, hey. Bengals, you're going to the playoffs, clinch the division, which we we had a sneaky suspicion you could do it. We just didn't think you could do it. I think I, I think we said on the preview this team could make a run for like a wild card spot. I did not see them win the AFC North. Now, do they win the AFC North if the Ravens aren't a on fire wreckage? No, probably not. But this team's been good. This team's been everything we'd hope to be. Fun offense. Kind of questionable defense with a kind of questionable O-line. They have big questions, but they have a lot of high upside, and they're going to be fun in the playoffs. They were the better team Sunday. They were just – they were better. They executed better than the Chiefs on pretty much all three phases of the game. And, yeah, I mean, if you're a Chiefs fan, yeah, it sucks. They lost the one seed, but they played a good enough game. The Bengals just outplayed them. Good on the Bengals. The Bengals are going to be trouble for somebody in the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, What else did you take away from Week 17 before we go into the playoff scenarios? I thought the Cowboys lay an egg again. That they're really concerning me. Um, yeah, so, I mean the Packers. Kudos to them getting the one seed in the NFC. Because here's a good one: the Rams. The Rams' offense is becoming Stafford's bad. He's been he's bad. not been good at all. He's been bad lately, and it they have a Super Bowl roster, and they've played like it outside of their quarterback. Like OBJ's been really good for them. Really, yeah. Good. Stafford's like it seems like, and I think I saw it was the um, computer cowboy on Twitter was posting a thing of like EPA per play, like quarterback EPA per play as the season goes on for Sean McVay teams, and they all take a freaking nosedive, like yeah, it's in bad. the middle of the season. And so if that's part of this trend, I have this Rams team. I'm not sure they're good enough defensively to hold up in the playoffs. I'm getting worried about them. Does McVay lose his job if they don't get to the NFC title game? No, but I think there starts to be some rumblings because what other than that 20, that team that made the Super Bowl, which that's good. What, what don't you, and arguably that team shouldn't have made it. <laughs> like, no, no, the I, bad uh, pass interference call. Yeah. yeah, arguably they shouldn't have made it there. But has any, any of these teams like Big Vase, this offensive wunderkind, who's done all these things. Most of his offenses have kind of sucked the last couple of years, but yeah, they've like, been. Oh, it's all it's all Jared Goff's fall. We're gonna get Matthew Stafford. He's gonna be our guy. And they're gushing, and now they're kind of middle of the road again. And maybe that's a poor player evaluation, but I think part of it is we just got to look at McVay and go, what exactly is he bringing to this team? It you start to look at the coach when you get the same results, and that's what Neil's pretty much alluding to. Mm-hmm. That is a, it. It comes down to coaching at this point. You, yeah, when you have a better quarterback, but you're not getting better results. Yeah, when you're basically posting the same, like, basically 2018 Jared Goff numbers, what what, what have we accomplished here? Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
How about the Patriots putting up a 50 burger? That's pretty nice. I know it's, it's a more story about how shit the Jaguars are. Yeah. And then the Titans, you know, getting a, a really nice win because now they control their destiny. It's getting the one seed, which if they get the one seed and they get Derrick Henry. I, still, I don't think he'll save them, though. I think their secondary is too torched. If they get sent oh, – try and think. And this depends on how it finishes up. Let's say they get the Chargers in the And also we're round. assuming that Derrick Henry is going to – everyone's like, oh, when they get Derrick Henry, that's going to be great. We're assuming he's looking exactly the same. If he is, that's terrifying. Well, yeah, but – I mean, they we'll had see. home field last year for the wild card round. They got trounced by the Ravens. So Yeah. The Titans, for some reason, I'm not held up in the postseason the last couple of years. I don't know why particularly, other than some team eventually stops Derrick Henry and, oh, sweet Christ, no. But we'll yeah. see. They could be fun this year. So, Neil, let's go over the playoff scenario. We're in the last week, right? It's mm-hmm. time to look at this and go over week 18 games and pick them because this is going to be wild. So, the Titans have the Texans. In Houston, which, you know, it is what it is. The Texans have been the Titans. I think the the Texans will lose. They'll put up a fight. The Texans have actually played pretty well lately. They have. They've been kind of sneaky okay. Like David Mills has been good. If you told me this year that Davis Mills would have been the best of the rookie QB, well, the second best of the rookie QBs, I would have been like, how are those bath salts? Um, I like Tennessee to lock up the one seed, though. Yeah, so do I. I mean, I think the Texans will give them a game. And honestly, I can see the Texans winning them. They beat winning them, beating them. They've done it before. They could do it again. And there's every chance that kind of flat Titans team comes out again. But yep. who couldn't even beat the freaking Steelers? So that's, um, a one, that's a one o'clock kick Sunday, Neil. So let's go to the Saturday games real quick. So we got yeah, that's Chiefs. Chiefs, Denver, both these games are on ABC, ESPN or ESPN Plus, whatever you have. So mm-hmm. we got the Chiefs at the Broncos in Denver, and then Dallas against the Eagles in Philadelphia. That's 8-15. So Chiefs, Denver's first, 4-30 Eastern. I like the Chiefs because the Broncos have nothing to play for, which, boy, if you read what the Broncos players said about their season, I, I don't know how you keep your coach. Like, Yeah, I it's, it's not good. They've been – they looked uninspired the last couple of weeks. They're going to be starting Drew Locke again, which I'm a Chiefs fan and I hate the Broncos. And every time Drew Locke comes on the field, I'm like, oh, oh God, no. Yeah. So I like the Chiefs. They'll finish as the two seed in AFC. Neil? Yeah, I also like the Chiefs in this game. As much as the Broncos defense has given the Chiefs some fits over the years, the Chiefs defense is good enough and the Broncos offense is shitty enough that it won't matter. Dallas Eagles, Eagles clinch playoff spot, which that's incredible, right? They had a Good terrible start. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Like, your fan base, they're pretty hard to deal with, but cool for their fans considering what they went through last year with Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, and all that. Um, Nick Sirianni could get coach of the year nod, like some votes and all that as a first-year coach. Um, I think I'm going to take the Eagles. I, I don't trust Dallas's offense. I also don't trust Dallas's offense right now. I get what you're saying, but I don't think the Eagles have quite enough on defense to do anything about it. Uh, they've been kind of soft all year. That like they just play really soft, and I don't think they'll be able to get enough pressure quite to win this game. I think it'll be close, but I think the Cowboys win this game. 
And I don't know what that does for playoff positioning, but I think the I think Dallas stays at the four spot if they lose. And the Eagles, it depends on the Saints 49ers scenario. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles will be in, they'll be on the road. We'll see where it finishes up. That's why we'll do an episode for you either Sunday night or Monday night, depending on how things shake up. So I like the Eagles. You like the Cowboys. Um, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Cleveland. That's one. We're done. Do the one. Cincinnati. Yeah, Christ, Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati has the one seed to play for. If they Tennessee do, and, they're not going to get it. They do. Actually, all the division winners have a because sh- every division's been wrapped up in the AFC. They mm-hmm. all have a chance to get the one seed. Even even New England has a chance to get it. Technically, is- yes, New England does have a chance to get it. They just need. Every other team they have to lose. <laughs> yeah. uh, do does Aaron Rodgers play against Detroit? No, I don't think you play him. I know that's two weeks off. That might be risky, but you no, guys, they don't play him. Yeah, but Packers still win. Oh, yeah. oh, that's rough. I actually think the Lions will. It, now, hold on, hold, hold on. If the Packers rest a bunch of starters, I think the Lions are going to win this game. If the Packers decide, lol, let's beat that. up on the nerds, then it's going to be Green no, Bay. No, I want you to pick it without knowing. Without knowing, like, without knowing, I'm assuming the starters are going to play some Green Bay. <laughs> there you <laughs> like, go. Green Bay by 30. But I'm going galaxy brain here and going like, hmm, I think they're going to rest their starters, so I'm going to pick Detroit. Chicago, Minnesota, and Minneapolis. Who cares? Nobody cares. Like I'll God is dead Bears. for both of these teams. Who cares? Can they tie so they fire their coaches on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> just their, their owners are there on the sideline with a pig slip. Just like, eh, what's the final? What's the, what's the clock hit? Is it? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> um, I, 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 the Vikings, nominally, like both these teams are a trash fire. I don't even know who's starting for the Bears anymore. It, some bastard hybrid of Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. I, give me the give me the Vikings. I at least I like the Bears. Play. I like the Bears to get this game. Um, Good for you, Washington Giants in the in the Meadowlands. Wa- key thing about Washington, Neil, they will win this game. They will win this game because we're going to find out what their new nickname is going to be on February second. The Washington Football Team, Washington Football Team team. <laughs> uh, we'll see what they mean. I like Washington. <laughs> waiting for them to re-reveal their old name and just be like surprise we're the red <laughs> wait, for, again. wait for wait for the heat to die down <laughs> because oh dan God. snyder's a piece of shit wow we're really going off topic with the games this week 18 weeks i i mean it comes to saying this on uh this week but i don't know why but the extra week has made the season feel like it's nine weeks longer and i'm yes. just like why isn't this over what do you got, Washington or the Giants? Washington, God, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you listen to Joe Judge. Oh my! Let's God. listen to Joe Judge. That man better not. Free, he's got all those free agents who want to come back. Oh my God! Who want to play there? Uh, let's remember, even Bill Belichick was on the hot seat during their Super Bowl run. So you know, maybe if we listen to the, if we live in the alternate reality that Joe Judge lives in, the Giants, who are sixteen and zero, are going to win this game. Unfortunately, yeah, Washington's going to win. Is Doctor Strange coming out there with the multiverse? Is that what you're alluding to? 
Oh like, my. There's a million ways the Giants can reach the postseason. <laughs> Not a million. There's a one in a million chance the Giants can reach the postseason with this Just roster. one. Just one. Just the one, one continuity, and that's where every team got COVID for the entire season. You just see Joe. You just see uh, Joe Joe Judge looking at Doctor Strange, going, "Is this it? This it?" And then he just goes, "No, no, no there's no chance." And no, it's not like Tony Stark. It just has game. to sacrifice Daniel Jones. <laughs> and he won't Although Jesus, Mike Lennon. <laughs> anyway, um, Colts Jacksonville must win game for the Colts if they want to make the playoffs. Neil, do they end their snide against Jacksonville in? Florida. They have not won in Jacksonville or London since 2014. Uh, London, the spiritual home of the Jaguars. Because that's God, I cannot get over the fact that it's like we want to grow the league. We want to get the league worldwide. We're going to send a team to Europe. You know what team we're sending every year? The Jacksonville Jaguars. The creme de la creme of the football world. The top shelf of the bar that is football. Just chef's kiss. Anyway, sorry. I'm getting really off topic this week. I'm I sorry. Um, give me the give me the Colts. The Jags just got 50 hung on them by Mac Jones. Mac Jones is good. He's not hanging 50 burgers on people good. It, yeah, no, give me the give over me the Colts. under Jonathan Taylor. I, I'm just saying this. There's under. no 200 yards. Under oh god, under I'd say under a hundred. I think they, I think you guys go up by like thirty in the first half, and the rest of all your starters. <laughs> I think your backups are better than Jackson. I pray to God that happens as a Colts fan. <laughs> I pray to God uh, it happens too, so I can stop paying attention to the Jaguars and let them just sink back into that swamp wasteland they call home. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Maryland. Yeah. I like Baltimore. I don't think they're going to let Pittsburgh have a chance to make the playoffs. And Lamar is probably going to play. I like Baltimore. Um, one, I guess Baltimore is Baltimore still in the running for the postseason. They, they are. are. They needed the Colts to lose. They need a lot of things to happen. A lot. Baltimore, just I want you to I want you to talk to me for you to get in. Neil technically has a psychology degree. People, yeah. you can talk to him about these. This things. is not a psychology thing. <laughs> this is a, this is a planning for the future. Um, Baltimore, you need the Chargers, the Colts, and the Dolphins to lose to get in. And if you do get in, what do you think you've got? Your offense looks like shit, even with Lamar out there, and your defense is currently getting roasted by anyone who looks at it. So let me just propose this to you just shut down Lamar, either see what you have with Tyler Huntley or build up his trade value, and just go quietly into the night. Are you taking Pittsburgh? I am taking Pittsburgh. I, I just I the want Ravens are just so banged up I in all that. phases of the game. Their offense hasn't looked good basically since the middle of the season. Yeah, no, give me the Steelers, despite how crappy they look. And oh god, does that mean the Steelers make the playoffs? No, they need the Colts to lose. They need uh, the they just need the Colts to lose, and for the Las Vegas Charger and the LV, the Las Vegas Los Angeles game to not end in a tie. Wouldn't that be amazing? If they won, the Colts lost, and then the Chargers and the, the Raiders tied, and they missed the playoffs because screw you, Tomlin. My Tomlin's and never had I a am now season. rooting for a tie in the Raiders Chargers game. No, you're not. Stop yourself. I am. Uh, I think it'd be hilarious. Um, Tennessee, uh, Houston, we both picked Tennessee to win that game. Let's get to the afternoon slate. 
we got New Orleans, Atlanta. New Orleans, I believe if New Orleans win, they're in. Right? Yeah, that, let me I have a little seat open that you sent me earlier. Let me check. I'm pretty, Jesus Christ. No, they get in with a win and a Chargers and a Chargers and a Niners loss. If the Niners win, they're in. If the Saints it. do not win, they are not in. If the Saints win, they have to words are hard. The Saints need the Niners to lose and them to win. That's there we go. Yeah, I like the Saints as well. That that's what I'm taking. Yeah, I like the Saints. I think they'll scheme it up better and the Falcons are probably going to wind it down, hopefully, maybe, possibly. Oh, or Cordell Patterson runs for 400 yards and all of a sudden the Saints are out of the playoffs. Um, for some god reason, the Bills-Jets game is at 425. The Jets have a glimmer of hope. Now it's time for them to die again. Yeah, Bills by a lot. Yeah, Bills by like... And they win the division. Which means they will play the Patriots because the Patriots are going to win their game. Are the Patriots? Oh, God. Nah, maybe not. You think of Miami? When they know they have nothing to play for? Have you watched a Patriots-Dolphins game in, the, I, in December I recently? I have. This is a different Patriots team? Yes, and this is a different Dolphins team. Yes, the results stay the same. I got, I got the Pats. We're going to get a Bills-Patriots. Okay, Okay, for one, I picked the Bills. Number two, I am also picking the Patriots. The Dolphins have just have too big problem, too many problems on their own line. They need to fix that. Fix your O line, Miami, and you might be good. They're close. And kudos to them for making that run, making it spicy. Yeah, I mean, give them some hope. Yep. They have their first round pick this year. I think they do. Yes, I think they also have Houston's. <laughs> oh, the Lamaze. The LeMay Tunsil trade, the gift yeah. that keeps on giving for Miami. Uh, Niners, Rams, and Los Angeles. Both teams are going to play for this game. They are because San Francisco needs to win to get in, and the Rams need to win this game in order to win the division. And you know what? Give me the Niners. I, I agree. They, they play smash mouth football. They might have Jimmy G back, which right now he's the better quarterback than Trey Lance, even with the bad. Man. Lance didn't look bad. I, I know, but hey, and they, he brings and he's not just he, oh god, he doesn't have Jimmy's arm strength, so he's not just like maybe I'll throw this player over the middle and hopefully no one picks it. <laughs> yeah, and that and guess what? Cardinals aren't gonna lose at home to Seattle and what could be Russell Wilson's final game as a CLC hawk. Yeah. So the Cardinals are gonna win that division. Yeah, no, give me San give me San Francisco to win that game and make it in the playoffs, and that means Arizona wins the division because since we're jumping around freeform today, I think the Cardinals beat the lifeless husk that is the Seahawks. Yep. So that means we would get a Cowboys Rams wild card game. I oh, believe. that game might be awful. <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh God, that game might be terrible. Um. So Panthers Tampa Bay is happening. Who knows? After the way Tampa Bay played last week, can we talk about that real quick? Like it, the, the, I I thought it was hilarious because that too. is that is a Tom Brady power move right there. You give the Jets hope, you give the Jets hope, you give the Jets hope, and then knife in the throat. And then I I, I don't know what's going to come out of it, the Antonio Brown stuff, but I've never seen a player of his talent. Right, he he's got issues upstairs, 
but he just takes everything off. And then security almost tackled him because they thought he was a fan. And then he orders an Uber, which is really just a paid driver, if you've seen the Instagram video, waiting outside the stand for this driver to come get him. And then the next day he's sitting courtside at a Brooklyn Nets game. Look, man, I- I'm I'm just going to hold my mouth. Like, my fiance's laughing as I say this. I'm just going to hold my tongue on this. He could have been injured, yada, yada, yada. We I'll don't know. Say this. I- I've said some things about Antonio Brown, the fake vaccine card. The man has issues. I hope he gets help. I agree with that. I think that's what we should root for. Yeah. Because his playing career is done. Well, he just – and he screwed himself out of a million dollars this year. I mean – Yeah. yeah this, I, just, I hope he gets the help he needs. Okay, Neil. So, let's get to the last game of week 18. We kind of alluded to it. We got Chargers, Raiders. It's in Las Vegas. This is beautiful. Yeah. This is absolutely – Absolutely beautiful. Now, why is the last game of the regular season between two of the teams I hate the most in the league? Because let's just say the Colts lose. Yeah. If you're the rate, if you're the Chargers and Raiders, let's say you know it's let's see, it'd be one o'clock there when that one thirty when that game's over because specific time. You'd be like, hey, yo, let's just take knees all game because if we tie, we get in. We both get in. Yeah, but the AFC West hates itself. Come on, Neil. You know they both want to get in. Yeah, they both want to get in. And you know how last, well, I guess, you know what? Los Angeles does get in with a tie. <laughs> both teams get in a tie. <laughs> Six, if 60 minutes wins. of intentionally, intentionally, intentionally. Punt, intentionally, intentionally. It would be so terrible. It'd be hilarious. You know how pissed NBC would be if this I, happened? I'm going to be honest with you. I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> Because at least, at, at least with like the Eagles last year, at least that wasn't coordinated. At least the Eagles were just like, we're just gonna lay down, get a dreader draft pick. Was like, oh, the competition. It's like, well, no, the Eagles are trying to set up for the future. This one wouldn't even just be that. It'd be two teams being like doing the most terrible thing possible, and I, I even I couldn't get on board with that. Oh, I think LA. Yes, you can. No, I can't because I think LA wins this game because I think they just want to <laughs> kill the Raiders. Everyone wants to. Um, I think Herbert has a good game against a depleted Raiders team. And I think the Raiders just don't have enough on offense to really, really punish that bad Chargers defense. Raiders win. They're not losing at home. Have you, have you forgotten how bad that Chargers defense is? No, it's really bad, but I think their offense will carry them. If, if the Chargers lose, does that mean they miss the playoffs? Yes, it's a win you get in. As long as the Colts win, it's a win get in. I won't know. It's a win get in regardless of the Colts game. How about that dark timeline? Wow, that is a timeline. <laughs> wow, I could that would be wild if that Chargers team missed the playoffs. Because I mean they've had some stinkers this year, but they're damn good. It would show losing, win, it would show losing to the Texans was that catastrophic. Yes, as it would be for anybody. Well, Tennessee, it didn't kill their season, but... It might! Round two, baby! (laughs) Oh, we survived losing to the Texans once, and whom is a wank in the long-necked one, and Davis Mills. So, obviously, we're recording this before we know what the standings, what the seeding will be. So, Neil, give me a playoff matchup that you like in AFC, potentially, and a playoff matchup in the NFC that you like. Not championship rounds, just the first round. 
Oh man, first round. Um, I mean, Chiefs Chargers would be spicy for everyone who isn't me. Uh, that'd be, be Herbert versus Mahomes uh, to move on. That would be a spicy timeline. Um, honestly, I don't know how it happened, but Bengals Colts I think would be a fun game. Oh no, don't do that to me. I would. I like honestly, anyone the Bengals plays is going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun. See, game. I would have Bengals Chargers. Bengals Chargers would be fireworks. I think Bengals Patriots would actually be an interesting game just to see how uh, Belichick schemes up against the explosive weapons that Cincinnati yeah. has. Basically, any game that involves the Cincinnati Bengals, I think is going to be super interesting. Do I think the Bengals are going to win those games necessarily? No, I think the Bengals have legitimate issues, but I think they're the most entertaining team in the playoff field right now. I think there's only one team I would pick against any team, and that's the Chiefs regardless of losing to Cincinnati. They're the only team I could pick against any team and make a case for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want Bill's Patriots round three. That would be interesting. In Orchard Park or Foxborough, I don't care where it is. I would kill for it. I was there in Orchard Park for that Monday night game. There is hate for the Patriots in Buffalo, and I know there's hate for Buffalo in New England. Just It'd be great. Divisional matchups in the playoffs are awesome. Remember the 2018, or it would have been 2019, Houston Colts AFC wildcard game where Andrew Luck, the, Andrew Luck torched the, the Texans on the road. Remember that? It was the ESPN game. Oh, and yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston Texans. Yeah, that, that was game. 2018. I remember that game. It was the 18th season, but it was – like early in yeah early 20 you're right it was like 18 19 yeah yeah it was the year um because i remember i was rooting for the texans because the winner of that game was going to play kansas city and you did not want the colts that year no well we got the colts and yeah i mean chiefs handled their business it was the last game of andrew luck's career which really sucks it's depressing you have to give me the one in the playoffs man (laughs) i know so um i like bill's patriots and then i really want cowboys rams really oh, i just think that'll be a shit show but the it would this everybody would hype it up and it'd be a glorious shit show that's what i want Ooh, you know what i think could be a fun game um especially with how weakened they are uh niners bucks i think i would pick the niners because it, it's interesting because if levante david comes back that will help some of the defensive problems for the Buccaneers, but I think they, the Niners present such a unique challenge. I think that would be a really interesting game. You would have strength on strength, kind of like the Colts Bucks in the mm-hmm. regular season, where the Niners are going to want to run the ball and they can, just like the Colts. And then the Bucks run defense would have to win the day. Like, provided the Niners make it in, which they might not. The Niners are kind of, to me, also weirdly enough, like the Colts. I'm not the Colts. They're like the uh, the Bengals. I think any game they're in is going to be fun because they just present such a unique offense and sometimes it doesn't work and that sucks high Tennessee game but they have such a unique offense and their defense is kind of forced enough that the game might be super entertaining so I mean we uh, might get we might get Saints Bucks Saints Bucks eh, oh god well we saw that happen last year in the playoffs though where it was like the Saints have the number um because Tom Brady playoffs Saints Bucks would actually be pretty spicy in the first round oh god just Tom Brady on the sideline getting shut out again. I can't fucking compete. <laughs> and they wouldn't have 
their top receivers. They wouldn't have Godwin. They wouldn't have Antonio Brown. They might have Mike Evans back. Mike Evans versus the world, baby. Yeah. Mike but, Evans and Scotty Miller, not the same as Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Right. Neil, anything you want to add before we wrap it up? No, I'm excited for week 17. And honestly, like, I love regular season football, but I am so ready for the playoffs. You mean week 18? It's been a long season. I died a little inside. <laughs> it's been a long season. Um, I agree with you. I'm ready for the playoffs. Um, we're, there's two spots left in the AFC. There's one spot left in the NFC. We'll see how it shakes up. It's going to be great. I don't think we'll have it. We won't have an answer until after Sunday night football. Um, but enjoy it. And, hey, if you're in your fantasy championship this weekend, best of luck to you. I hope you, you did well. I hope hope you do you do. well. Um, Najee Harris, I hope you have a great career, but I'm just really mad at you right now. It's not your fault. It's more the Browns' fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. Uh, enjoy the last regular season week of the NFL because it's been a great ride. And, hey, the NFL's king. They are. It's the ratings, baby. All the ratings. Have a great day. Best of luck to your team. Bye.